Philippians chapter 2. You know, it starts out, too, you know, in verse 5, Have this attitude in yourselves, which is also in Christ Jesus, who, although he existed in the form of God, verse 6, did not regard equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form of a bondservant and being made in the likeness of men. It's saying that even though Jesus existed in nature as God, he didn't cling to his equal rights as God and his equal privileges, but instead he voluntarily veiled his glory and became a man. Then verse 8, And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. That wasn't something arbitrary. There was no other way. No other way for George Hisler to get to heaven. Except for an ultimately worthy being to be an ultimately worthy sacrifice to take his sins upon himself and be punished in his place. There was no other way for Dwayne Eakes or Doug Platt or Steve Armstrong or Mike Williams. No other way for any of us to get that. I mean, we look at a guy like Harry. Harry's a great guy. I think what a great neighbor he would make. What a fantastic guy. But the fact is, except the Lord Jesus Christ shed his blood on the cross of Calvary, even a nice guy like Harry would have no right to walk into heaven. And the Jewish high priest, once a year, once a year, he'd go into the Holy of Holies and offer a sacrifice for the nation of Israel. But we're not talking about the earthly Holy of Holies. We're talking about the heavenly Holy of Holies. And except through the sacrifice, the blood of the Lamb, the Lord Jesus Christ, none of us can get into heaven. But then he says something else about this, this Jesus who died on the cross for our sins. Verses 9 to 11. Therefore also God highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of those who are in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. The Old Testament, God says, to me and to me alone every knee will bow and every tongue swear allegiance. The New Testament identifies God as Jesus. And so the day is going to come when every knee is going to bow. Let me tell you something right now. You can bow now or you can bow later. But the fact of the matter is, you're going to bow. Now, if you bow right now, if you bend the knee to the Lord Jesus, and if you say, all right, I don't want to be the king of my life anymore. I want to come off the throne. I want to make you king. I don't want to worship false gods. I don't want to worship myself. I want to worship you, the lamb who was slain, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the son of David, the Jewish Messiah, the Savior of mankind. I want to worship you. And trust in you for salvation. Because I believe that salvation comes only in you. You can bend the knee now, voluntarily, freely of your own will, and receive the free gift of salvation. Or, you can say, no. I reject your claims to be God. I reject, even, the, even despite the fact that you rose from the dead and appeared to over 500 witnesses to prove your claim to be God, I reject you as my God. I refuse to worship you. I refuse to bend the knee. Well, let me tell you, the day's going to come when you're going to bend the knee. It won't be for salvation, though. It'll just be when Jesus Christ returns to this planet, 
you ain't going to have a choice anymore. Jesus Christ is our friend. He's our brother. He was one of us. He's our Savior. He loves us. But the fact of the matter is, He is still the Almighty God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is still the all-powerful God. And when He returns, you're going to drop to your knees. Gary's first sermon he ever preached, he pointed out, if that's all creation, if that's everybody in heaven, on earth, under the earth, then that means Lucifer too. The day is going to come when even old Lucifer, the rival of God, the enemy of God, at one time God's most powerful creation, even Lucifer is going to have to bend the knee to the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me tell you right now, oh man, we're not talking about Muhammad. We're not talking about Buddha. We ain't talking about Confucius. We're talking about God the Almighty became a man, was born in a manger 2,000 years ago, grew up to be a young Jewish, young, strong Jewish man, and then died on the cross for our sins. Our Savior is not only our Savior, our Savior is also our God. Don't ever forget that. Don't ever forget that Jesus is God. Don't ever forget that we worship Him as the Almighty God of the Bible, the Almighty God of Israel the Lord Jesus Christ, our great God and Savior. Let's close with a word of prayer. Father, in Jesus' precious name, we thank you, Father, for sending us your Son. We know that he didn't have to leave the throne room of God, but he did so, so that he could be the worthy sacrifice. That every lamb that was slaughtered and sacrificed in the Old Testament never forgave any man his sins, but it just pointed forward to the day when the perfect Lamb of God would come, would die on the cross, and would take away the sins of mankind. Lord, I just pray that everyone here would recognize that the evidence has been given. They ask Jesus, by what authority do you cleanse the temple? By what authority do you claim to be God? And he said, destroy this temple, destroy my body, and I'll raise it up on the third day. Jesus rose on the third day. He appeared to over 500 witnesses. He proved his claim to be true. He proved that he is God. And so I pray, Lord, that each and every person in this room, before they leave this room, would trust in your Son, Jesus, alone for salvation. I pray that each person in this room would repeat this prayer after me. Those of us who already believe, that we would just reconfirm the fact that we do believe that we do trust in your Son, Jesus. But for those of us who've never asked Jesus to be our Savior, I pray that for the first time in our lives, we would place our faith, our trust in Jesus alone for salvation. Lord, I know that I am a sinner and that I cannot save myself. But I thank you for sending your Son to become a man and die on the cross for my sins. I ask Jesus to save me and to forgive me and to guide me throughout my life. In Jesus' name, amen.